The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. So we've got a couple of comments about that giant five-meter earthworm that someone commented on. Is this true? I am not sure. I have absolutely no idea. We'll do our research and find out if there is such a thing. X-Man in Kmecha says, Wow, Michelle, it's exciting. If the story of the giant five-meter earthworm is true, it would unseat my ancestral home of Debenek in the Eastern Cape as the record holder. Debenek is on the foothills of the Intaba Kandoda mountain along the route to R63. And uh, that's in the Eastern Cape. Jeez, X-Man, how long was your earthworm? <laughs> well, I shouldn't even say that. It sounds positively uh, rude. But we would love to know. Uh, then someone else saying, wow, giant karoo worms. It's Gardens Day today. Can I have one for my garden? Uh, we just don't know enough about the story. If someone could just uh, tell us more, we'd love to hear more about it. Apparently, there are five meter long earthworms in the Karoo. So we stay with science because I imagine that's really going to be part of a science story that we follow up on. And uh, you would have heard that in the last couple of weeks, NASA had something called DART, which is the Double Asteroid Redirection Test, which slammed into an asteroid and blew up the asteroid. Now, if that sounds like a movie which we've seen where the asteroid was coming from South Africa, Don't Look Up is the perfect example of that. This is uh, the reality of where it was tested out positively terrifying, actually. Nicholas Erasmus is an instrumentation scientist and astronomer. And uh, together with uh, his uh, partner in work, they captured the historic moment when the dart slammed into the asteroid. Nicholas, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. So this does go back to, we were talking about uh, the TV, the Netflix movie, Don't Look Up with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, which of course is exactly that, the asteroid that is coming towards the Earth. And in many ways, it's a, it's a narrative not necessarily about asteroids, but about climate change and about um, our ability to just ignore what's going on. This, on the other hand, was the real thing. Tell us, uh, first of all, what actually it was about. So as you said, Michelle, the, the, the DART is for a double asteroid redirect test. So test is the, the key word there. And so the idea was that, um, you know, one day when we do discover something that might hit us, um, uh, you know, an uh, asteroid heading towards us, what would we do? And the easiest thing would just to slam a, a, a spaceship into it. Um, but, of course, we're not really sure um, exactly how big and how fast we have to hit this asteroid to to deflect it and so they thought before we um you know have this real situation let's test this out first and that's exactly what nasa did about a week ago you guys managed to capture the actual uh, event talk to us about what you saw how it looked it took place on the 26th of september quite quite something for sure yeah so um this this impact happened at about 1 a.m in the morning so south africa was perfectly in the right time zone so at 1 a.m is obviously when it's dark over here as you know, astronomers can only see stuff in the sky um, at night time. So South Africa was in the perfect time zone. Um, Nicholas? In skies. S- sorry, so we, we, Nicholas, we lost you for a moment there. So you said South Africa was in the perfect time zone, uh, if you could come. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we were in the perfect t- time zone because it happened at 1 a.m. in the morning. Um, and so it was dark in South Africa, so yeah. we could observe it from, from Earth here. But not just that, it's also occurred in the southern hemisphere. So it was um, also only visible from certain parts in the uh, southern hemisphere. So that's why South Africa was perfectly situated for that. 
And so, um, yeah, we applied for some time on some of the telescopes that we have at the South African Astronomical Observatory in Sutherland. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we observed the impact live. What did it look like? Describe it for our listeners. Yeah, so that, that's an interesting thing. We initially just thought, okay, so just to um, backtrack a bit, um, we obviously cannot see um, individual details. We can't see this little moon that they impacted around the Didymos system. So we see that as a tiny dot. It looks like a little star in our images. Yeah. But the prediction was that this little star, which is the asteroid, um, uh, would just become a little bit brighter. And so we expected this little dot to just become slightly brighter and then dim again. But we were pleasantly surprised when we saw this massive ejector coming off and we could see these in our, in our images. So if anyone's interested, they should uh, go to our the SO's Twitter page and we've got a beautiful video there of what we saw. So are there, there, you mentioned Didymos. Now, apparently that's the, the asteroid, but it's linked to something called Dimorphos, which is a small minor planet moon. What's the relationship? And then when you talk about an ejector, what is the ejector in relation to these two? Yeah, so this is an important thing. So um, obviously for a test, they wanted to do something as easy as possible. And so what they did is they didn't actually impact an asteroid. They impact a little moon that is orbiting around an asteroid. So Didymos is the asteroid and Dimorphos is the moon that's going around this asteroid. And the reason why they did that is because we know very well the orbital period of this moon around Didymos. And so we've measured this for months before the impact, and that's sort of about 12 hours. And so when they impacted this spacecraft with the, the moon, they slightly changed its orbital period. So they, they transferred some momentum from the spacecraft to, to the moon. And so this week, Tuesday, NASA will announce exactly about how much they've changed the period. And so this was the perfect sort of uh, test laboratory experiment in space. If, if so it's almost so. like changing the trajectory of the asteroid. Yeah, because if, if, if we um, eventually discover something that might impact Earth, um, what a lot of people think is we were trying to destroy this, this asteroid, but in fact we would just change the uh, trajectory very slightly so that it, uh, because it's, it's all a timing issue, right? Yeah. The, the Earth and the asteroid are actually in the solar system um, uh, uh, scale objects. So for yeah. them to impact each other, they have to be exactly at the same place at the same time. And so if you can just change the orbit of the asteroid slightly so that it misses us, then you solve that problem. I mean, it's kind of insane. It is like where, um, in many ways, where fiction or science starts to emulate fiction or speculative fiction, if one wants to call it that. Uh, we can see so many movies which have, have linked to this. I mean, the most recent being Don't Look Up. How do you feel when you see something like this happening? I mean, how did you feel when you watched it on the telescope? I mean, it's just amazing what, what they can do. I mean, just to give you an idea that this, uh, this set or the spacecraft was uh, traveling at six kilometers per second. So to put that in perspective, you know, if you are sitting sort of in Cape Town in the city center and imagine Table Mountain is maybe a kilometer or two away, within less than a second, the spacecraft gets from the city center to the mountain. And so the, the accuracy at which... Um, um, you had to pinpoint this, the spacecraft to hit the asteroid. It's just um, it's unbelievable, actually, that they managed to do it. So, okay, so what's the way forward from here? You're going to obviously keep uh, an eye on it and, and find out more about it. What does it uh, mean for us here in South Africa? Yeah, so <clears throat> um, we, we, we did the observations pre, pre-impact uh, to determine this period. We did the observations yeah. during the impact, uh, observing this ejector. 
And um, I, I personally am not doing observations to, to determine the, the post-impact uh, uh, period, but they are using telescopes in South Africa um, to do that. So they will be measuring uh, this period over the course of the next few weeks, um, and actually they've already measured that period, and as I said, NASA will announce on Tuesday what the period changes. Well, we look forward to hearing more. Nicholas, if people want to uh, follow you on Twitter or maybe go onto the website and look at the video of um, the uh, dart moving forward and smashing into the little moon, where do they go and how do they find out about it? Yeah, the easiest is just to Google uh, SAAO or South African Astronomical Observatory and Twitter and they will find the official Twitter page and there's a nice video there. Fantastic. Thanks so much for giving us that information. Nicholas Erasmus, instrumentation, a scientist and astronomer. Just Google SAAO. You can look it up on Twitter, but you can also look it up on the web as well. And then just go and look up NASA's DART, and I'm sure you'll be able to find the exact imaging. I do feel a little sorry for that little minor planet moon. I mean... What was what was he doing wrong? You know, don't forget. Uh, we want to find out more about that rather large um, five meter uh, earthworm, which someone has said has been discovered in the Karoo. X-Man and Kamecha says that theirs in the Eastern Cape in Debenek, um, near the foothills of the Ntaba Kandoda mountain, was uh, historically recorded to be three meters. I can't. I can't. Ew. Something else, ne? Half past eight.